Welcome to another episode of the Fitness, Food, and Freedom Podcast. Today's show is a Motivation Monday where I'm going to tell you a little story and I'm going to talk about time, how valuable it is, and how you cannot reacquire time. If you enjoyed today's show, please leave a review on iTunes and subscribe to the podcast so you get every episode downloaded into your phone. That's the best way you can keep up on the show and make sure you get all the information I'm spitting out. Thanks for joining me today. And if you have any questions that you want answered on the podcast or you just want to leave some feedback, uh, just go to triplefpodcast.com slash contact and leave your feedback or question there. I'll address it on the show and we can make some content together that way. Welcome to today's Motivation Monday, episode number 85 of the Fitness, Food, and Freedom Podcast. Let's go. Welcome to the Fitness, Food, and Freedom Podcast. Keep listening for some awesome advice on health, motivation, and becoming a better version of yourself. Be sure to tune in every week for Motivation Monday, Workout Wednesday, and Foodie Friday. Behind the mic today, your host, a strength and conditioning coach, husband, and businessman, Jordan Stoltz. What's going on, guys? It's Monday, the start of a new week, the start of episode number 85, and it is a Motivation Monday today. Motivation Monday. Today, I'm going to actually tell a story. I did something similar to this uh, with the elephant rope story that I told. That one was pretty short. Today's going to be a normal length episode, but I want to tell a story really to start it. And uh, I'm going to get right into it and then talk to you guys at the end a little bit about some other things you can do to support the show, uh, but I am going to read this story now, all right? This is called Lewis and the Well. Lewis was the kind of kid whose favorite activity was lying around. He's staring at the ceiling, sitting quietly in front of the TV, just kind of, you know, wasting his time, burning his time up. He knew his parents didn't really like this, that he spent all his time just kind of laying around, not necessarily being productive. But he liked the comfort of that kind of life. He liked the comfiness of the couch. He liked looking up at the ceiling. And I mean, after all, you know, he wasn't doing bad at school. He wasn't completely friendless or anything like that. One day, while Lewis is out hiking, he sat down to rest a little bit. And next thing he knew, he had lost the rest of his hiking group. The group he was hiking with way ahead of him, and he's all by himself. But right as he stood to his feet getting ready to run towards the rest of the group, he was stunned to see a little dwarf walking through the trees, just trotting along. This little dwarf seems so angry. He's grumbling, he's moaning, he's complaining about something, and this little dwarf didn't realize that this massive boulder was rolling down the hill towards him. Lewis had great reflexes, and he ran in, jumped in front of the boulder, pushed the dwarf aside, jumped out of the way, and he saved the dwarf. The little dwarf could have been crushed by this boulder, and Lewis pulled him out of the way just in time. So after recovering from the shock of this near-death experience, the little dwarf was so grateful that he insisted he take Lewis to show him one of his favorite secret places. Now, I don't recommend going with strangers or dwarves, but Lewis decided to go do this with the dwarf. They went off through the mountains 
and eventually they arrived in a small little clearing that the dwarf called home. In the middle of a clearing, there appeared to be a little well. This, this is a magic well, the dwarf said. Every so often, some wonderful gifts come out of it, and whoever's here at the time in this clearing by the well can use them and enjoy them as much as they want to. Lewis was pretty skeptical of his little dwarf, and he kind of thought, uh, I don't know if I believe this story, but, you know, at the same time, you know, maybe this dwarf is trustworthy. At that moment, this awesome bicycle appeared from out of the well, just poof, popped out right out of the well, the bicycle Lewis had always wanted. Can I keep it? Lewis asked. Sure, it's all yours, the dwarf said. Enjoy it. So Lewis went over and he spent a long time just looking at the bike, excited by it. He got on, he tried it out, but only after a little bit of riding, without any warning, the bike disappeared. Lewis fell down hard on the dirt, his butt slammed against the ground. He would have been really angry with the dwarf for giving him a disappearing bicycle and something that could make him land on his rear end like that. Had it not been for the fact that the nice costume of his favorite superhero just popped out of the well, complete with all the accessories, whether it was Superman, Thor, whatever it was, his favorite Superman costume came out. And you know, he's a kid, right? This is awesome to him. So he spent just a long time looking at this costume, you know, taking it all in, and then he started putting it on, started holding that hammer, maybe he started putting on those tights. And just after he dressed himself and he just started playing, poof, it disappeared again. Lewis is left there without clothes. He scrambles, puts on his clothes. So this kind of process continued. So before Lewis's eyes came up, just a possession, I guess, of these things that Lewis liked, right? A material object popped up out of the well. But after this inspection and after trying it out, not a single one stuck around for very long. Lewis was angry. At first, he was angry because he wanted to keep everything to take home. And, you know, he wanted these objects. These were the things that he's always wanted. And the dwarf couldn't keep him around. However, he did help himself be content with enjoying each of the wonders provided by the well until he could do so no longer after he realized it's not possible to take all these things home. So he just has to enjoy them as they come. So Lewis sat down, he had a little rest with his friend the dwarf, his new friend, and the dwarf explained that the well had always worked this way. It constantly makes wonderful gifts, everything the person standing next to it could ever want, but those gifts always disappeared shortly afterwards. So the dwarf told Lewis how everyone ended up accepting that the well was better that way, offering something new every time, just kind of taking the things that came out as they come. Time passed so quickly that before they knew it, everyone was out looking for Lewis. His group finally realized he was gone. Hearing their shouts, the dwarf got scared. He ran away into the woods and only had time to say one last thing. I can't let them see me and neither can I allow you to remember where this place is. But lest you forget me, I'll present you with a gift. He handed Lewis a small parcel from his back pocket, and before disappearing, the dwarf said, It's a miniature copy of this well, but it's just as magical. Look to learn, learn to look at it in the right way, and it will provide you with great joy, as long as you look at it the right way. Goodbye, and thanks again for saving me. 
With all the commotion that ensued after he was found in the woods, his scared parents, his scared tour guide, his scared group, Lewis forgot about the little well until a few days later. He pulled out his hiking pants and he saw this little well in his pocket. He decided to open it up in his room as if it were a secret, only to discover that the gift was not actually a well as he opened it up. It was just a clock with a picture of Lewis playing near the well. The dwarf was playing me this whole time, Lewis thought, this little stinking dwarf. He thought I knew it, you know, it would have been too much to actually get a real copy of that well. When he said it's a little well, I didn't really believe him anyways. So Lewis sat back on the bed to practice his specialty of just wasting time. However, when the hand of the clock <clears throat> had turned five minutes, a small glow came out of the clock and the picture of Lewis happily playing burst into a thousand pieces, which came back together to form the image of a child looking lonely and bored. The same happened another five minutes later, and every time five more minutes had passed without Lewis having done anything. Now Lewis began to understand. What if the gifts from the well were the minutes themselves, not the items, not the things he could take home, but the time spent enjoying them? Was that what the dwarf had been talking about when he said Lewis needed to learn how to look at the gift properly? That way, Lewis would have everything. Time cannot stop, and therefore, you have to really make sure you enjoy the gifts you're given when they come. Because once they go, they're gone for good and will never return, just like the material items outside of Lewis's well. So he sat there. He thought about the minutes he had been given in life. So many of them spent watching television, lying in his room, wasting minutes that would never return. He realized that as with the gifts from the well, you had to start enjoying them right away. Just like the gifts disappeared, minutes disappear as well. Ever since that day, it's as though there were two or three Lewises in that house. Wherever he was, he learned to open his eyes and to discover in every moment what a fantastic gift he'd been given by the well of time. And in this way, he learned to read books he had never read, play games he wouldn't have played, make friends he wouldn't have made, and learn lessons he would have never learned. He learned to see everything around him as a gift, a gift to be enjoyed to the maximum. And even when watching TV, even when laying in his bed, it seemed like he did it with more interest because he was no longer willing to waste any of the gifts given by the magic well of time. So what does that little story mean for us, the fitness, food, and freedom crew? What can we take from this little story of Lewis, the dwarf, and the well that gives gifts of time? Well, just like the well give these little gifts to Lewis, we're given time, right? We're given this finite amount of time. It's not infinite. It's not eternal time. We have a very limited amount. of It's just a blip. Each one of our lives is just a blip on the grand, grand scheme of everything. And it can't be reacquired, right? That's really what I want to talk about in today's show. Time cannot be reacquired. What does that mean? Well, think about the things that you can reacquire and the things that you put so much energy, anxiety, depression, and just stress into, right? Material goods, money, and really just like everything in our lives. But really what we can't reacquire is the time spent either chasing these things, worrying, 
stressing, being sad, whatever it is, that's really what we can't reacquire. It's the only thing we can't reacquire. So I just want to talk to you guys today about using your time wisely, right? Seizing every minute and not letting it slip away and not spending your time sad about the past or worrying about the future. It's been said that that's what depression and anxiety really are, um, you know, mindsets of how you're thinking about your time. So depression, although yes, serious issues uh, with depression and anxiety, but you know, for a lot of people, you can just solve it just by your mindset. And depression being too focused on the past and anxiety being too focused on the future is what they say about these two things. And we need to realize that it's not something that we need to worry about, right? We can't worry about the past or the future because we can't control them anyways. We're given minutes and they keep coming no matter what we do. They're keep gonna they're gonna keep coming out of this well or this clock. And it's the only thing we can't reacquire. Once a minute is gone, once minute right now it's nine forty eight on August thirteenth, two thousand seventeen. That will never happen again. Think about that. 9.48 on August 13, 2017 will never happen again. And no matter what I do, no matter what anyone does, you cannot reacquire time. So we need to spend our time wisely. What does this mean? Use it for bettering ourselves. Use it for fostering relationships. Use it for helping out the world, right? These are the things that I think are good uses of time and that really everything should be based around as far as how we spend our time. Use it wisely, seize every minute. You've heard the term, you know, carpe diem, seize the day. Seize every minute because the time is continuously leaving and we can't get it back, right? You can't reacquire time. And just like you can't re, just like Lewis couldn't reacquire his gifts, you can't reacquire time. Just as I was talking, 948 is gone. And it's never coming back again on August 13, 2017. So we really need to be careful of how we spend our time, how we focus on our mindset of time, and really how much we enjoy the present moments in everything. Whether or not it's something that you enjoy all the time, whether or not something bad is happening to you, try to look for those positives and try to just focus on enjoying each minute as it passes by, not being too focused on the past, not being too worrisome about the future. That's really all I have for today, guys. I just wanted to kind of touch on this subject and let you guys in on this thing that's been in my head a little bit lately is that time is really the only thing you can't reacquire out of everything in this world. And most of the time, it's something that we don't really worry about. Time is so valuable. It's so valuable. Give it to the things you care about. Give it to the people you care about and make sure you don't waste it. That's it for today, guys. That's today's Motivation Monday. Motivation Monday. And I thank you all for joining me on today's show. Now, if you want to support the show, if you want to support fitness, food, and freedom, check out triplefpodcast.com. There's a products link on the top of the page. There's some coaching options there, uh, which is pretty good value for what you get. And there's also the macro guide at triplefpodcast.com slash macro. Those are must-haves for fitness, lifestyle, and nutrition success. Um, Also, subscribe to the show so you get these episodes downloaded 
share it with your friends and family. Just let someone know about the show. And then a review would be the next step you could take to help me in this podcast. Leaving a review on iTunes or your other platform is really going to help the show grow and it's going to help it stay high on those iTunes charts. Hit that new and noteworthy once in a while and do all those great things that I wanted to do. So I'm going to keep coming out with episodes. Hope you guys keep listening and you keep enjoying what I'm putting out. Thank you for joining me on this Motivation Monday and this podcast, this fitness, food, and freedom episode. I'm Jordan Stoltz. That's episode 85 of the Triple F Podcast. I'll see you guys on Wednesday where I asked, where I answer a listener question asked at triplefpodcast.com slash contact. See you guys and see you Wednesday. Thank you for listening to the Triple F Podcast. Please leave a five-star iTunes review and share the podcast with your friends and family. Tune in next time for more great tips on fitness, food, and freedom.